Once upon a time, a man had a dream. From that dream, he created a place that inspired others to dream. For me, I, I grew up really close with my family, but I didn't have as many close friends because I was bullied a lot growing up. So I think growing up and not having that sort of connection, um, I, I had a few close friends, but nothing like what I felt like other people had. So to find this really tight knit group of people um, that share the same interests and the same, you know, just passion for Disney and just the genuineness and the kindness of the people in this community is just overwhelming. This is a podcast for those who share a passion for Disney World and are planning a magical day they can all spend together at this happy place. Welcome to This Happy Place. As part of this podcast, we're planning a magical meetup at Disney World. At the end of this episode, you'll hear an update on the event. If you have a Disney pursuit and would like to be interviewed for this podcast, send an email to meetup at thishappy.place. I think I speak for everyone in our community who knows Megan of Mickey's Magic. She's got a special flair for bringing the magic of Disney to her shows with her sweet personality and attention to detail. She's also a big Lord of the Rings fan, which makes her A-OK in my book. Thanks for joining the show, Megan. Oh, Dean, thank you so much for having me. I'm like almost already crying just like listening to what you're saying about me. <laughs> thank you so much. It's such an honor to be on here and oh, just so nice to get to finally sit down and talk to you and, you know, talk about Disney. Oh, it, it, well, the honor is mine. What is the name of your channel? How long has it been around? And uh, what's it focused on? My channel name is Mickey's Magic. Um, it has been a little bit over a year. I started my YouTube channel in February of 2018. Um, I think by its name, you could tell that it's a Disney-related channel. <laughs> I tend to focus on uh, my trip vlogs. Um, I do reviews of things. I talk about pins. I do a lot of unboxings. You know, so many different things. If you're probably looking for something, it's probably on my channel. <laughs> Are you like, um, so, you know, I've seen, like, do you have an extensive collection of uh, pins? Like, because I've seen some of your Mickey ears and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. how, how many pins do you have exactly? Oh, gosh. Uh, you know, I've lost count, but I want to say it's probably at least over 500 pins. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Kenny Alpha Traveler 1 always asks me, he's like, which one do you think you have more, Disney pins or Disney ears? And I was like, well, definitely Disney pins because they take up less space, but I have plenty of both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Too many of both. <laughs> oh. Are you in the in league with Jenna? I mean, because I can only imagine how many ears she has. Oh. I am. I do not have as many ears as Jenna, but the problem is that um, I, for the last, I don't know, maybe eight or nine months, I have been making ears for my Etsy shop, and I, the more I learn how to make ears, and I, I feel like I'm improving more and more on, you know, what I do with my ears. That I, the more I want to keep and make for myself. <laughs> so 
So the more I make and the more designs I come up with, I'm like, ooh, this one would be nice to add to my collection just for me. (laughs) That's a pretty good sign that your ears are turning out well. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, so um, where where do you live roughly and um, about how often do you make it to Disney World? I live in Connecticut. So in the Northeast, for people that have no idea where Connecticut is, it's a small state. It's right next to New York. I live um, pretty close to New York City, in between New York City and Boston. So it's like a nice area for um, people traveling. And I hope that one day I get to see some people coming through New York or Boston. Um, But I try to go down as often as I can. Um, The last two years I've been going down three or four times during the year and if I'm lucky I could squeeze in a weekend trip I usually go with my mom and sometimes I go with my dad as well but usually my mom and I can squeeze in like a nice weekend trip and um, if we find the right deal we'll we'll just go ahead and do it like we've booked trips like a week in advance and we just like gone for it wow so are are you an AP holder I am my mom is as well but my dad is not Standard question for Disney folks. Uh, favorite park, I think I already know yours. Favorite attractions, <laughs> some of them. And then um, I'd also like to ask, what's your favorite Disney movie? Okay, my favorite park is Magic Kingdom. I don't know if that was the one that you were going to guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I talk about it quite often, too. Yeah. It's it's always been my favorite park ever since I was a little kid. Um, my favorite ride is or my favorite attraction is the Haunted Mansion. I think I talk about that quite frequently as well. Um, There are definitely a lot of other rides that I like. Um, I like this, like, I love the Haunted Mansion because of its atmosphere and the Imagineers do such an incredible job. So literally any attraction like that, which I think Disney is just, oh, they're so good at it. Just coming up with the theming and just the environment within each attraction um, I love Seven Dwarves. I love Flight of Passage, like all the big rides that people probably like and want fast passes for. Um, but yeah, Magic Kingdom is definitely my favorite park. It's always been my favorite park. If I ever give advice to anyone, if they're going to Disney for one day, I always say Magic Kingdom. It has the most attractions. I think it has the most stuff to do. So always Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How, how about a favorite Disney movie? So I did like, I don't know, a couple months ago, the Disney movie Bracket Challenge. And it ended up coming down to Hercules. But there are so (laughs) many different Disney movies that I love, you know, like, I could watch any of them probably as many times as I can. I also love The Lion King. I love Snow White. I love Big Hero 6. But I I do love Hercules. And I like having a character named Megara, because that was what my mom called me all the time. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Megra, huh? Call me Meg, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. So Hercules is so funny. I've never seen it. And um, you're... What? I know. I mean, you... How? You, I, 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 there's a few movies I haven't seen and people have the same reaction. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I know Disney Dan said his favorite was uh, Peter Pan, but I believe Hercules is right up there for him too, right? I think Dan just likes every single Disney movie <laughs> ever made, but That's he's true. definitely like Cargo likes to call him Pickle Pan because Dan puts pickles on his tacos and he likes yes. Peter Pan. Um, Peter Pan is one of his favorite attractions, yeah. but 
I, I, I think Dan likes every Disney movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen his collection. I said he has quite a collection there. Yeah. Lots <laughs> of collections of movies, Blu-rays, you name it. <laughs> okay, so um, let's go back a bit. Um, when did you first go to Disney? How, about how old were you? And, and how did you start to develop this passion for it? So my grandparents used to live in Florida. They lived in Jacksonville. So ever since I was born, um, I was going down to visit them. My first airplane ride was when I was two months old um, to go and visit them. So I was just a baby when I went to Disney for the first time. Um, we would go for a couple days down to Disney and my grandparents would come with me. And I think one huge reason reason why I love Disney so much is that my whole family um, really connected through it and that my grandpa has always had a love for animation. He loves movies and he calls them, you know, pictures because moving pictures. He's like, oh, what a nice picture. But <laughs> he saved so much Disney merchandise that um, I actually went through very recently on one of my live streams and I showed some of the maps he saved from the seventies from Disney world and Disneyland. And um, he just like has always had this love for animation and one of his favorite movies is snow white. And so I think that's part of the reason why I love snow white so much. My mom loves snow white and she loves the evil queen. Um, but I have been going to the theme parks for my entire life, and I've always had this passion. Um, I love Universal almost as much as I love Disney, and I know that's like a taboo word in the community, but um, <laughs> the other place is what other people like to say. I do <laughs> Universal Studios and Islands of Adventures. Um, I just I love theme parks, and that's always something that's been a passion of mine. Oh. But more recently, um, I think sometimes uh, people probably agree with me on this um sometimes life gets in the way and it throws you curveballs and um sort of falling back on my younger self and um knowing that disney is like a safe place it's always something magical and you can always be a kid and there's like no adult responsibilities there but just to have something that's so happy and so magical um to help me through some hard times in my life that um I really developed this new passion for Disney mm -hmm. and then to be able to share it with so many other people it has just been such a blessing um in itself and I'm just very <laughs> very happy and blessed that I could talk Disney and um, share that sort of happiness with everyone as we've watched you Megan I you know I'd say oh I've probably known you most of the time you started um, YouTubing, um, yeah. but just gotten to know you over the last year, uh, largely through the Live Place, because you're a live streamer on the Live Place, which I'm very grateful for. In December, um, you've this passion that you've been working on has really started to grow, like grow like crazy. I remember distinctly you having a 1,000 sub celebration. It was right around the end of last year, I think early in December, and mm -hmm. I checked today, you are over 2,600 subscribers. So Past 2,600? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I think it was like 2,602 or something like that. Oh. And I'm like, what happened? And we watch you and, you know, there's other streamers in our community growing, but you're kind of like killing it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was... December was a really crazy month and um, just to sort of start from the beginning because I, for a long time, I had the intention of starting a YouTube channel and I actually had 
made this name like a couple years ago and I just never I never used it because I was really afraid and I I had seen so many amazing Disney YouTubers and I wanted to reach out to them and comment on their videos but I was just I in in real life I'm kind of shy too um so through the internet I was still shy and over the last couple of years, I have been really trying to work on that and become a little bit more outgoing. But I, one, one day, you know, I just wasn't as intimidated. I was like, I just got all these Disney pins. I want to share them with someone. So I'm just going to upload a video and do it. And then I did it. And I was like, so nervous. <laughs> and um, then a couple of months later, I hit, um, I think it was, it was right around Easter. So it was maybe in the beginning of April or end of March or something. I had started my channel in February and I hit 25 subscribers and it was like the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> I went around to my entire family because I hit it on Easter and they were all at my house and I was like, oh my gosh, I hit 25 subscribers. Like, can you believe this? And I mean, some of them were my family members, so like, shh, don't tell anyone, but <laughs> um, it just was such a magical it, like moment for me. And then I hit 100 subscribers. And then in December, I decided, you know, I think I want to try Vlogmas because I have seen a lot of people do this and I love watching their videos. And I just creatively wanted to challenge myself because I really like, um, I'm a really creative person. I like to have that creative outlet. And I wanted to be able to um, talk to more people, experience what everyone else was experiencing. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to do it. And I did it. And then I was able to collaborate with some other amazing Disney YouTubers. And so that got me a few more subscribers. And then I did a trailer reaction for the first time. And that got me like my highest viewed video like ever in December. And then um, I just, I had grown. I had gotten like, I think 500 subscribers in the month of December. And then... Wow. It just like I hit a thousand subscribers. I was on um, Josh and Jenna's Resort TV One stream, and they were on Grand Fiesta tour. And I remember it like it was yesterday <laughs> um, that I hit a thousand subscribers, and I was just so blown away. Um, and just I, the overwhelming amount of support that I've received over the last year, and especially over the last several months, has been. Ugh, unbelievable i can't thank people enough it's just like i don't even know how i got to this many people watching my channel <laughs> well we all we all think it's just well deserved and i think you know you just bring something to uh live streaming and your videos like you said you you take you you put you have a lot of creativity and i think we see that in your um in thank your videos you. So you've taken this passion. Now you're in that kind of growth that a, a lot of us and a lot of the people that are listening to this now are kind of like, you know, that's what they want too. So what I would like to ask you and kind of go back to talking about your channel a little bit is where would you like to take this? And maybe to put it a different way, if you could do this all the time with no limitations, what, what would you like to do? Um, I think if I could handle the weather. I would want to live in Florida and live in Orlando and be able to go to the parks and just like live that most magical dream that all of us probably have that make Disney videos is just to be able to go to the parks and experience the magic. Um, whether it's once a week, every couple months, like you, how often we can do that. 
um, just to be able to go and, and go to our happy place and just have fun. I mean, I, I remember I was in there, I went to, to Magic Kingdom with Corey and Haley um, in January, and it just was the most fabulous time. It felt like I had known them forever, and we've been friends for, I mean, basically since I started my channel, since Corey started his channel, we've been friends. And to be able to hang out in person, it just felt so natural. And to be able to hang out with people that love Disney just as much as I do. Like I met with Danielle and Miguel and their two kids. So sweet, Alex and Gabby. And we hung out in Epcot and just to be able to connect to people. But I, I don't know if you're asking if I'd want it to be my job because I don't know if I would. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I also, um, I, a lot of people probably know this. I'm a graduate student. Um, I, do love what I do. Um, I, I work currently at, with a special needs population. So adults with disabilities, and it's just another huge passion of mine. So I wouldn't give that up, but if I could do like part-time and then part-time of one and you know, the other, I would totally do that. (laughs) That's a really great point. And, uh, you, you remind me of Michael Kay and he wrestles with this question all the time because he's becoming you know, very popular. And oh my gosh, he has like almost 30,000 subscribers. Go, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I know it. He's growing so fast. And he, yeah. but he, he talks about, you know, the waves of, waves of Disney, I think it is. <laughs> yeah. And and what he wrestles with is, would he feel it the same way as if he was there and that was his full-time thing? And yeah. I don't know, there's a part of me that almost leans towards saying, I like what you're doing now, Michael. I'd almost hate to see you because the way he does his uh, videos where he's capturing every little moment of traveling down there and opening the door and, you know, just unpacking is, I think, is magical. I asked Danielle and Miguel that question, too, and I said, do you think living closer to the parks takes away from the magic? And they said no, but I do know people that would say the opposite. And they said, yeah, you know, maybe it's not as special or, you know, how we count down the days and we plan out every single second. But I think there's, you know, obviously going to be pros and cons to every side or every situation. So I think um, even if I could do it for a couple years and just live down there and, and feel close to the magic and then come back up here for a little bit, you know, I wouldn't be mad at that either. <laughs> that's a great, that's a great point. Do they have people helping special needs people in the parks. I'm, I don't even know if they have that. Is that a thing? So I know that people are able to get like disability passes, but I'm not sure. Like I would say for people who have um, a disability, they either have an aide or a family member who's going around the park with them. Um, I, I don't have anyone in my family specifically that has a disability, nor have I been to the parks with anyone with a disability. So I'm not sure how that works out. But I mean, I would say Disney takes very good care of people that have disabilities, whether it's physical, um, intellectual, mental, anything. I like the hesitation you have because I feel the same way. I'm I'm just not sure. How would I feel in the end if if this was my full-time thing? I I don't know. Like, I also get a lot of joy out of making videos and I don't want to make it so that I don't enjoy it anymore. And the point that it, if it ever gets to that point where I don't enjoy making videos or editing, cause you know, I also like editing is such a new thing for me. Um, I've only learned how to edit in the last year. Or so 
it's still so much fun for me. I love getting to watch back my videos. And if I no longer feel that joy or excitement or, you know, I'm, I feel like more if it's a chore, um, then I probably won't want to do YouTube anymore. I think if I made it into a job that I had to do that every week or every other day or something like that, like, I don't know if I'd want to continue just because it would feel like a, a chore. But right now I love making videos. So it's just a new passion I found. You know, I think we're all discovering too, and I'm going to change uh, direction here a little bit, that you are a big worldwide traveler and that we know you recently went to Tanzania. And by the way, really mm -hmm. cool videos. I love the way, and I think I don't know how many total have you put out on Tanzania because I think I've only seen one. Yeah, I've only put out one so far. I'm trying okay. to figure out if I should put one out every week or I'm trying to figure out that schedule. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so you're quite the traveler. Tell us a little bit about your travels and, and uh, your special experiences. So I've been so fortunate and so lucky. Um, my parents, their dream has always been to travel. My dad jokes that he's in spending my inheritance <laughs> while I'm alive. Um, and I, I would totally take that over anything any day because I get to spend the time with my family um, I've been so lucky I've been traveling um, I think I I know I've probably been to Canada when I was younger but my first like really crazy far traveling experience that I could remember is when I went to Japan when I was 10 um, my mom one of my mom's best friends ended up getting a job in Tokyo and she's like listen if you're ever gonna come to Japan you might as well do it now because you could stay with us and we could show you around so we ended up going to Tokyo and we went to China for two weeks and it just was an amazing experience and ever since then my parents have caught this travel bug um, we have been to every continent except for Antarctica which they would really like to go to <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I've been to, I I want to guesstimate and say probably 30 plus, maybe 35 different countries. Oh my gosh. Um, I've been very, very fortunate. Wow. So when you go to a place like Tanzania, and I'm assuming, you know, some of these places that are a little rough, um, is, it, is it still, is the romantic part of it beat the... Uh, the hassle part because I know you've talked about you know the long route it takes to get there and I saw your in your video with the beds with the the, the um, curtain things so I'm assuming that's for bugs yeah so I think in the moment I'm like you know I'm never doing this again because we also traveled to Australia and New Zealand and on my way home from New Zealand we flew from Auckland to Sydney Sydney to LAX LAX to JFK because I live in Connecticut. Um, and when I was on that plane, I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'm never going on a long flight again. And then I was like a couple of years later, like, Hey, I'm going to Tanzania. Um, so I think it's definitely like in the moment, I'm like, I'm not doing this ever again. But I think the experience itself is totally worth it. I would drop everything and go to New Zealand again in a heartbeat. I would go to Tanzania again in a heartbeat. Um, it, some of the, like, I don't want to say, like, I'm definitely super spoiled here, you know, in the United States, we have plumbing, we have running water, we have so many different things that they don't have access to there. So we obviously, 
you know, we had to live a certain way for a couple weeks and it was only a couple weeks. So I didn't have an issue with it, but, um, we didn't have like the first video that I had that looks like a palace compared to like, I mean, all of our other, um, accommodations were so nice and the people were so friendly. Uh, we just didn't have like plumbing or running water. So they would have to bring us water. Um, and they would have to fill, um, a tank of water for us to shower. And so we would have to tell them when we could shower or when we had to shower and it was just to have like animals rubbing up against your tent and I could hear like tails or like hearing lions outside your tent and it was just a completely different experience but I like you said to it's sort of like that romanticized idea um, of travel but I think to experience that and the animals in the wild was just so beyond anything I could have ever imagined. I was so moved. I cried several times because I was just so emotional by the beauty of the animals. And, oh, it was so incredible. I, I wish I could go back. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever get nervous, like, with the lions? I mean, to me, that's kind of freaky. I was never nervous with the lions because they it had seemed like, um, I know that this is like a PG <laughs> podcast. <but laughs> right. They, they had eaten, you know, recently. Yeah. Um, and they were just so lazy. They didn't want to get up. They wanted to sleep. They're mostly, uh, I mean, they sleep for like 18 hours out of the day. So for the most oh. part, they were just kind of laying around and they were never aggressive or anything. Okay. Um, yeah. On Saturday nights, um, which is tonight, uh, as we're recording <laughs> here, you go live with your partner, Disney Dan. And, uh, mm-hmm. of course, Wednesday nights are uh, uh Magic Wednesdays with Meg, right? I got the title right, right? It's, I know it was Magic Mondays with Meg, and now it's like one, Wednesdays in Wonderland. Oh, did I get it wrong? Okay. That's well, okay. Wednesday, Wednesdays in Wonderland with Meg. So I think we'd all like to know uh, what it's like for you to go live. Um, what was it like in the beginning? And then now what, is, what does it mean to you? What would you say to others considering live streaming? Oh my gosh, I was so nervous to start off. <laughs> I I was so nervous. I was like shaking. I didn't know because uh, like a lot of my friends had live streamed and I was like, oh, I really want to do it because I love the interaction with people. But I was so nervous and I don't know why I was so nervous because um, usually I'm, I don't know, I mess up a lot. So <laughs> it's it's sort of like now my personality, if I mess up, it's just like, you know, it, like just go with the flow. It's okay. Yeah, Cause right. I mess up all the time. People mess up. It's okay to make mistakes. <laughs> but that first, the first couple times, sometimes I still get kind of nervous. Like when I came back from Tanzania and I had missed a couple weeks of live streaming, I was kind of nervous. Sure. <laughs> and, and I think just the experience of live streaming is so much fun. Get to, getting to hang out with, you know, especially Dan on Saturday nights, getting to talk about Disney, but then on Wednesday nights where um, it's just me and I get to talk to everyone in the chat and, you know, I do my best to read the chat. <laughs> if it's going fast, sometimes it jumps. And um, I also just want to say thank you to everyone who has either sent donations or super chats to me. It just, like, it means the world to me that you support my channel and my dream and just spreading the magic. And just, like, I <laughs> I don't want to cry again, but <laughs> anytime someone sends a super chat, especially because um, I've been talking about doing my first Run Disney race. Yeah. And for people that are, like, torture Run Disney fun because Run Disney races are really expensive, but... Um, 
I'm going to be 25 this year. So I really want to be able to do one of my bucket list items and I'm going to do it. So everyone, thank you so much for your contributions and your like, Oh, you're, you're just like, you're so sweet and your kindness and your warmth and your generosity mean the world to me. It's, it's a great community. And I I've seen how strongly supported you are through and super chats and great moderators. And I'm not, and I am one of your moderators. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I, in fact, I have to say uh, there was that one stream and I, I don't remember, why did you, you were trending one night up pretty big, like you had quite a few people on, and then of course, with more people comes more moderating to do, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, w- w- do you remember what that was, or was it just, it just happened that night? I think it just sort of happened, because there were like, you know, a lot of people coming in, and I had gotten like a bunch of dislikes, and I was like, I was like, I don't know why people are disliking my stream, but now that my one of my two couple of my videos have like a lot of dislikes, and now I'm like totally over that. I'm like, okay, it's a dislike, whatever. Um, but a lot of people were coming in, and they were just trolls, and they're like, my moderators were doing an amazing job, and thank you guys for always taking care of stuff. And but for the most part, we have a pretty clean, family friendly, no problem at all, you know, with any trolls. It, yeah. it is true, and uh, honestly. I have never seen a, a live streaming community quite like this one where we just genuinely care for each other. And so we're very protective. And I remember that night kind of yeah. getting, you know, a little upset with some of these trolls. But I watched you. You did not you did not have that deer in the headlight look. You were just kind of like, oh, oh, well, um, all right. And, and you just kind of went on. So uh, that was sometimes really cool. it's hard to know what to do in those situations. Yeah. And like sometimes I'll start to read something. I'm like, oh, this is bad. Like I shouldn't start reading this. But it, the amount of messages that I got after that stream from people telling me, like how much they support me, how whoever, you know, all the people that were doing that was, you know, they were so wrong. And um, just the amount of support that I got after that and the amount of messages, I must have gotten messages from like 10 or 12 or 15 different people um, just saying how much they loved me. And um, it was just so sweet. Just to talk a little bit about this community and um, this community that you and I and so many of us have just come to really appreciate. What what has it been like to connect with this community? What has it meant for you? I think um, maybe, I don't know, Dan. I mean, Dan said that it's almost like he hangs out with everyone here more than his real friends. But for me, I, I grew up really close with my family, but I didn't have as many close friends because I was bullied a lot growing up. So I think growing up and not having that sort of connection, um, I, I had a few close friends, but nothing like what I felt like other people had. So to find this really tight knit group of people um, that share the same interests and the same, you know, just passion for Disney and just the genuineness and the kindness of the people in this community is just overwhelming they're just the most amazing supportive incredible people i'm so lucky to have like stumbled upon like i remember my first live stream i went into was from morty and that's where i met like rob and then from rob i met like all these other people and so just to then branch out and meet all these really incredible fantastic people it's just been such a blessing and i 
I don't even know where I would be right now if I didn't have the support of everyone in this community over the last year, because it's definitely been a really rough year for me or the last year and a half or so. So just to find that really supportive group of friends and people that really believe in you is such a blessing. Do you have any plans to connect with some of this community in the near future at, at Walt Disney World? Oh, I sure hope so. I, I actually do have a trip planned for Walt Disney World, but I haven't shared any details. So I'm going to keep it a surprise. I did tell one person because I wanted to see if they would be available to meet up. So okay. I will definitely meet up with one or two people when I go and I will definitely see who else is around <laughs> um, in that time period. Well, no pressure, but if you do go live, you know, let me know. I will definitely, and I, <laughs> I want to do like a surprise live stream. This has been really fun, Megan. I really appreciate it, and I'm going to ask, um, so my final question is, how can people find you online? So I have an Instagram and a Twitter. It is Mickey's Magic 28, and then on YouTube, it is Mickey's Magic. Oh, and then my Etsy is Mickey's Magic 28, too. Basically, like, everything is Mickey's Magic 28 besides my YouTube, which is just Mickey's Magic. All right. Well, thank you, Megan. Uh, really thank appreciate it. Thank you so it. much, Dean. Yeah. It's been so much fun getting to talk to you and hang out. And you're just, oh, my gosh, your support alone has been so fantastic and so incredibly, overwhelmingly nice. And so just thank you so much for inviting me to be on the show and, and to be on the live plays. And just uh, thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Megan. That's that's a real treat to hear you say that. This Happy Place is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Find us at lifepodcast.net.